The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Jamie, you're looking at uh, ways to control your anger? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, what's going on? Well, I kind of grew up with it on uh, one of my parents and uh, my dad. Yeah. And he, he was very reactive, and uh, he, he, he uh, we used to call him quick-tempered. Yes. So we would caution how we would speak with him. And he passed away when I was a teenager at the age of 59 due to some other medical complications. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when I get to be 49, I started having cardiac trouble. Oh. I have three stents. Okay. And medically, I cannot take the statin medications. Okay. I have a real difficulty with them. They affect me emotionally. They affect me thought process. I'm unproductive at work. Yeah. I've tried about seven or eight of them. They want my LDL cholesterol lower, but I'm afraid it's due to the fact that I am somewhat reactive also. Okay. So you would you call yourself quick-tempered then? Do you think that you are mirroring what Dad did? To a point. Uh, not as extreme. Okay. What do you do better? What do I do better? Yeah. You must cope better if it's not as intense, not as extreme. Yeah. I, 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 I guess... Um, I don't know. Sometimes I find myself driving down the road in my business and I find myself angry at coworkers, yeah. angry at spouse, angry at children. Mm-hmm. Um, just It just seems like you always go there. Okay. So um, that's, that's not what you're doing better, though. What no. you, you said that... Uh, so let me see. Let me get the picture clearly first, that you find you're worried about having a heart attack. You're worried that the stress from your anger could do you in like it did with your father who died at age 59. I've already had two. You've already had two heart attacks. So you three stents put in. Right. No, I did hear that. So uh, moving away from the medical now and towards the psychological, if you're asking, how do I manage my anger? That is one of the best gifts you can give yourself. Because if you can manage your anger, guess what you'll improve? Your whole life. Everything. Everything. You'll you'll improve your life with your kids, with your spouse, with your coworkers, with yourself. You will like yourself better. I loved learning anger management skills because I I was the first one to benefit. I could handle very provocative or very difficult situations so differently than I did it as a child. You know, my sisters and I had two younger sisters and we all fought. We we all did the anger dance, and, you know, my parents didn't have all the skills. They had some skills, but certainly not all, so they got frustrated with us. And I remember when I was really young, I was told my father got so angry once he put mashed potatoes in my hair. I don't remember the details, but, you know, you try to feed a kid, they're not eating it, and you just stick it in their hair. You can kind of resonate. You, you can feel for the father, but it isn't the best way to cope because what does he feel after he does that? He feels remorse. He feels remorse. He feels sheepish, embarrassed. Does he want anyone at work to know he put mashed potatoes in his little kid's hair? Why did I do that? Yeah, why did I do that? So here's what's going on with anger. Anger is the emotion we feel when we think when we think things are not 
fair. It's not fair with my coworker. Why doesn't my spouse listen to me? Why don't my kids listen to me? And we typically hear our side of the equation and we typically get so emotional. Our pulse goes up. Well, you know that you have heart problems, right? It, everything goes, our whole physiology gets uh, turned on and not in a good way. The arousal is just way high. It's off the thermometer. And we're, we're not very effective listeners when that happens. Exactly. So can you pick one quick example of some some situation that if you knew a, at least one way to handle it differently, it would help you tremendously? Or even a little bit? Turn on a song. Okay, turn on a song. What do you mean? I've always enjoyed music. I've even enjoyed it more than what I do as a profession. Okay. So, um, if you if you listen to soothe, is it soothing music or is it acid hard rock? <laughs> no, no, it's not acid hard rock. Um, it might be a country song. It oh, might be a, well, countries can be a little depressing, so it might might switch sometimes. from anger. Yeah, but if, if it's something that tends to turn down your physiology, go for it. That's one of the skills you can use to have music in the background for yourself. So here, let me give you the skills. Just, I wish I could give you everything in anger management. Uh, I can't at once. So I will give you some references, but I'll also give you an overview of the skills that you can use. And uh, that's... um, You want to, number one... Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad and then Alan will be back. Romance. (laughs) I wish I knew more about what girls want from a relationship. Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance, a serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com. And buy it at Amazon.com. Huh. The selfish path to romance. That is interesting. But I'll also give you an overview of the skills that you can use. Okay. And uh, that's... um, You want to, number one, understand your own anger. Now, how do we do that? I can tell you that your anger is the emotion we feel when we appraise things as, it's not fair. So what is not fair? If you're driving home from work and you're furious at your coworker and you're about to cut someone off on the road because you're so angry with your coworker, listen to your own self-talk. Do you know what I mean by self-talk? Talk. Uh, what we say under in our minds to ourselves. Yes. For example, uh, I can't believe my coworker did this. She's, she's such an idiot. She's not going to get away with it. Nobody's going to push me around like this. Now, am I angry? Yeah. Can you see me building? But each one of those sentences is my instruction manual of how to deal with her. 
And if I try to deal with her by dominating her, domination makes me feel inadequate. If my father puts the mashed potatoes in my head when I'm a little kid, what he's doing on is he's he's bearing down on my weaknesses. You know, I can't fight him. I'm a little kid. And instead, if you negotiate with someone, if you learn how to actively listen to them, if you put, you know, walk walk a little bit in their shoes and see the world from their perspective, sometimes it changes your anger. And if you learn how to negotiate, that involves respecting the strengths, your own strengths and the other person's strengths. Now, how do you do that? Well, you need need to first understand your own self-talk and then learn new self-talk. So if somebody is real mean to me, let's say a co-worker is me- real mean to me, listen to what I might say to myself. Are you ready? Yeah. I might say to myself, oh man, I only have to put up with this for another hour. I am so glad I am not married to her. Can you see how that changes it a little bit? Yeah. Uh, or, man, she's really, uh, she really doesn't know how to listen well. Maybe if I write her notes or something, that would be a better way to get through to her. Yeah. Or, am I listening to her? Maybe I don't understand her perspective well enough. That's right. Developing an inquiring mind rather than an attacking one. So if you get books, there are wonderful books on anger management, cognitive therapy. You could even Google cognitive therapy, anger manage, anger control. There's an anger control workbook that I have in my hand right now. But you could go through a workbook and give yourself the music skill, relaxing yourself physiolo- physiologically and more, Jamie. So listen, I wish you the best. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. And go listen to some yummy, delicious music. I usually like to listen to high-energy stuff. Okay, well, okay, well, go listen to whatever you love. Keep, keep up the great work. Thank oh, you. thanks, Jamie. For more Dr. Kenner podcasts, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path of Romance by Drs. Kenner and Locke. Molly, a 62-year-old housewife, and her husband, Bill, were living the high life together until one day, Bill died of a heart attack. Molly was shocked to discover that they'd been living on borrowed money and that Bill had left her penniless. She had no clue about their financial situation. She had to go to work at minimum wage just to make ends meet. In this case, Bill's motives were not to protect his wife from financial responsibilities, but to protect her from his Seat. Protecting a loved one from basic knowledge needed to live, especially finances, is not a benefit. It leaves the, in quotes, protected partner feeling psychologically dependent on the knowledgeable one for basic needs and is often used as a means of control rather than as an expression of love. You can download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.